The way we consume and share news today, it is largely rooted in social media. There's a reason why it's crucial to look at what's being discussed online. For our daily social media minute, we're joined by Erica. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Monday. Back at it again. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Erica, let's jump into our first buzzword of the day. Now, his personal life may have just top the gossip column for weeks on end, but we knew that his professional career wasn't stopping for anyone. Director Hong Sang-soo has won another Silver Bear Grand Jury Prize in Berlin with his new film, A Traveler's Needs. That's right. Um, uh, The South Korean auteur won the Silver Bear Grand Jury Prize at the 74th Berlin International Film Festival. Uh, in the German capital on Saturday. Um, The Silver Bear Grand Jury Prize is the Berlin Film Festival's second highest honor. Now, A Traveler's Needs is Hong Sang-soo's 31st feature film. Uh, It features uh, the amazing French actress Isabelle Huppert, who plays the lead role of a French language teacher who tutors two Korean women. Uh, The director drew a lot of laughter, in fact, from the audience during his uh, rather humble acceptance speech, uh, during which he said, quote, I would like to thank the jury. I don't know what you saw in the film. I'm curious. (laughs) And knowing him, uh, I don't think he was trying to be funny. I don't think he was trying to be cheeky. That's what drew in the humor. Now, Hong Sang-soo certainly is no stranger to Berlin Film Plus, but in fact, this is where he thrives. How many Silver Bear Prizes does he have? Uh, Including his latest film, uh, the director has been honored with a total of five Silver Bear Prizes from the Berlin Film Festival. Uh, His first honor came in 2017 with his film On the Night at On the Beach at Night Alone. And uh, lead actress in the film at the time, Kim Min-hee, was awarded the Silver Bear for Best Actress. Now, most recently, while excluding his latest, uh, at the 2022 Berlin Film Festival, he received the Silver Bear Grand Jury Prize for his film, the novelist's film, or in Korean. So A Traveler's Knees, his latest win, makes Hong's third cinematic collaboration with the celebrated French actress Isabelle Huppert. And in fact, Hong Sang is known for kind of going back to his core group of actors he's worked with That's in the right. past. That's right. Um, he collaborated with Huppert uh, on the films In Another Country, Taren Naraeso back in 2012, and uh, Claire's Camera, or mm. Claire Camera, back in 2018. You know, I don't, I was trying to get a, a bunch of information about this movie, but I couldn't. I had a difficult time. Mm. I, I couldn't find a trailer on, on YouTube, but uh, I'm sure in due time, uh, we'll all have access to the movie. Mm. I just saw a short snippet of the film where uh, I guess that the protagonist played by uh, Isabelle Huppert, she is sort of seen like dipping her toes into a stream in, in a park. It takes place in Korea. Uh, and uh, I do know that the the lead the, the, the lead role, whoever this, her name is in the film, uh, has uh, a love for Makoli. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. know a lot more than I do and most of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now this year's Golden Bear at the Berlin Film Festival. The festival's top prize went to a documentary film. Yes, and it was a surprise win as well. The top honor went to Dahomey, uh, a documentary film by French Senegalese director Mati Diop. Uh, the documentary is about the first 
major return of looted treasures oh. from Europe to Africa. Uh, the story follows a horde of 26 treasures on their 2021 uh, return journey from Paris to Benang, uh, from where they were looted by French forces almost a century and a half earlier. That sounds absolutely interesting. Now, where yeah. do you watch these, you know, not these big budget films, but documentary films? I'll have to wait and see. But usually a Golden Bear win will get me easier access in Korean theaters. Oh. <laughs> okay, I'll wait. On to our second buzzword today. Uh, there's a new medical drama series in town, and prospects are high until doctors took to the streets. Now, because public sympathy over the collective walkout is negative to, maybe maybe that's an understatement, this TV series might getting a hit. Yeah, so uh, as doctors continue to push back, Against the government's plans to increase medical school admissions, uh, you know, they're taking collective action. We're seeing on the news every day. Mm. Uh, The public's reaction has turned chilly uh, in recent days. Uh, The controversy has even touched the soon-to-air drama series titled Wise Resident Life. Now, the show teaser was released on YouTube earlier this month. Uh, it gave viewers a sneak peek into the drama series that delves into the lives of hospital residents. Now, initially, comments on the teaser were largely focused on the show itself mm-hmm. and the cast of the show. But as mid-February rolled around, uh. the comments became noticeably and increasingly critical of doctors and what's happening in South Korea right now in the medical sector. Okay, so what are some of these comments reading on social media? Yeah, so, you know, some of the comments, they didn't beat around the bushes. They expressed rather strong disapproval of the current situation. Uh, Some people referenced news reports about messages exchanged between doctors within hospitals that contained some derogatory remarks about patients and nurses. Uh, But, you know, at the other end of the spectrum, some people actually expressed sympathy. Uh, They said the timing of the drama's airing is just too unfortunate. The thing is, not all of us are inclined to comment on social media outlets. So that's probably not the entirety of the conversation. But it must be rather frustrating for the creators of the TV show who has been probably working towards this for a pretty long time. When was the show originally set to air? Well, the show is or was set to air in the first half of this year. Um, We don't know yet because of, again, what's happening right now. Uh, The show is a spinoff from the highly successful Hospital Playlist series, uh, which focused on the professional and personal lives of Yulji Hospital's medical specialists. Um, Wise Resident Life shifts its focus to a first-year OBGYN resident portrayed by uh, Ko Yun Jung. Uh, the, the series is expected to continue the tradition of sort of engaging viewers with the demanding realities mm. of medical professionals. Uh, and, uh, I don't know, despite the anticipation built by its previous, the previous series, the predecessor success, uh, the new show finds itself sort of in the midst of all this controversy, you know, in this broader social debate over the medical profession. I mean, these kinds of series, I mean, I think it goes back to Grey's Anatomy, which I started watching again from season one. <laughs> there 
covers like 18 seasons. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it kind of banks on, I think, the human side of dealing with patients and doctors' right. personal lives. So it, it requires a lot of us to get emotional with the characters. And given the current circumstances, the current climate, makes it a little bit difficult, doesn't it? Now, airing this drama amidst ongoing disputes and actions by doctors could be seen as unintentionally, but glamorizing the profession at an inappropriate time. That's right. So unless this uh, controversy surrounding medical school admissions and potential healthcare gap is uh, resolved, uh, the the ongoing negative public mm. perceptions could directly impact the show. Mm. Now, TVN is currently cautiously monitoring the situation. Uh, its plan for now is to delay the promotional campaign for the show and leave the, the premiere date undecided. At least our cable network can afford to do that. I don't think it's the same for terrestrial networks. Correct. Yeah. All right. With that, I move on to our final buzzword this morning. The bereaved family of the Sion Station staff victim have apparently thanked the police yes so last year uh we we all heard the news there was a devastating subway stabbing incident near uh, Sohyun station in Songnam uh it took the lives of two individuals including 20 year old college student Kim Hebin now recently uh Kim's family reached out to Suwon Nambu police station to express their heartfelt gratitude uh, to the officers who worked on the case, particularly uh, Chief Chu byung no and Sergeant Hwang Hye-sol. Now, the family uh, posted a thank you letter, actually, okay. online, mentioned how the officers not only assisted with the investigation and uh, the, the subsequent funeral arrangements, but they also provided immense emotional support mm -hmm. uh, and accommodation during this extremely difficult time for the family. So the incident, in case our listeners uh, don't remember, took place near Sion Station on August 3rd last year, dead of summer. The assailant, 22-year-old uh, Choi Won-jong, fatally injured Kim and a 65-year-old Lee Hee-nam. That's right. Now, uh, in a gesture to ensure that they're... Uh, loved ones are remembered and to prevent uh, similar incidents from taking place again in the future, mm -hmm. both families chose at the time to publicly disclose uh, their identities. Uh, there's always a, a kind of an ethical question that comes to any kind of devastating incidents where lives are lost. Should we talk about the lives lost? Should we talk about the victims of the situation instead of naming uh, the perpetrator over and over again through uh, mass media? It seems that with the family's intent, that's what we're doing. Uh, what did the family have to say in the letter addressed to the police? You know, they, they talked about how in the middle of their grief, uh, the kindness and the empathy, as well as the efforts of these two police officers brought the family a lot of comfort, especially when many other organizations failed to offer the support they needed due to all kinds of bureaucratic hurdles. Um, they also shared an interesting and heartwarming detail uh, about a certain tape recorder. So upon learning that Hebin, who remained in a coma for 25 days before, you know, passing away, um, you know, everyone thought that she still might be able to hear, although she was unconscious. Uh, so the police officer 
obtained a tape recorder and gave it to the family mm -hmm. members. And this allowed the family to leave recorded messages, voice messages, and, uh, you know, her favorite music on the tape recorder played to her, sort of hoping to reach her in her final days. Oh, that's incredibly thoughtful. Yeah. Now, as for the assailant earlier this month, the court sentenced Choi uh, Jong-won to, Jong to life in prison for his crimes, including multiple counts of murder and attempted murder. Yes, right. So Choi's attack uh, not only claimed the lives of Hebin and Ihinam, but also left several bystanders injured. Um, he went on a stabbing rampage, if you remember. Mm -hmm. Now, during the investigation, Che claimed that uh, he was reacting to delusions of being stalked by people. Uh, he had been diagnosed with schizophrenia back in 2020 and basically refused treatment. Hmm. Uh, criminal investigators have said because we've seen the series of uh, don't ask why or butima crimes uh, to stop labeling it that because there must yeah. be a deeper reason. And that's the conversation we're that's having right. collectively. Yeah. Thank you very much, Erica, for today's Pleasure. coverage. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.